We know that the old minig Yisrael, when you got called up to your aliyah, so you laying your out, yeah, I'm and they called up the Kayin, they called up, yeah, I'm you have Jada Kayin, Mendel, he would go up and he would lay in the first aliyah. Then they'd call Yehuda Zelman, the Levi, they'd call cousin up, they'd call Yehuda up, he would lay in the second aliyah. They'd call for Shlishi Reb Shimi. Welcome back. He would lay in the third. That was the way it was. You were called up, you lay in the aliyah. That's how it worked. There's still some shuls today that live that way. If you go to the old city, the Zilberman Kloys, their Kehillah, the guy who gets called up, Lane's Dali, I dive in there, a friend of mine had his offer of the air. I was nervous till after Levy. Thank God I'm not a Yisrael. I would have been nervous the whole, but after somebody else got Levy, shoo, they didn't call me up. Because if you get called up, you lane that Aliyah. Now, the reason we don't do that, we appoint the Balkaida, we have Sirli Kader, lanes all the Aliyahs, not to be Mivayish. Because we don't want to embarrass the person who doesn't add a lane. It would be very embarrassing. You'd, by the way, by the way, in yeshiva, once in a while, somebody comes up and wants to read the Aftaydah. He says, I know how to do it. I got it. I, I'm personally, I'm tempted sometimes to do the Aftaydah. I don't do it because it's very nice that you did the Aftaydah and then you embarrass the next week's guy. It's very selfish. If you can lay in the aftiris, you say, I, I got it. The, the whole point that we have somebody laying the aftiris is so nobody gets embarrassed. It's pretty embarrassing if two weeks somebody lays somebody and then one week. So that's why let the chazin, let the Israeli cater do the aftiris, even if you happen to know the aftiris. Sometimes there's exceptions. It's your bar mitzvah, is like a specific celebration. But there's a svara, even though you know how to do it, but we let the Balkaira lay, and this way we don't embarrass a guy who doesn't know how to do it. This way you save him for embarrassment. I'll, I'll, there's a theory that was somebody presented in this space, Marish, an incredible theory. Shalachmanus, one of the purposes of Shalachmanus is to give a suda to another person. I'm very makbid that one Shalachmanus a year I give. I give a suda, I, I, I grill a steak for somebody, give him a good beer, a steak, some other zach, and I give him a suda. Because I want to give a guy a feast. The Indian of Shalach Manus is to give you chaver, a sudas purim. It's to give him the feast of purim. You give him a couple of winkies and a lollipop, that's not a suda. So I try one guy a year, two manas, two portions, to give him a suda. That's what I try yearly. I pick one guy and I give him the sudas purim. Now the strange part is, why are we giving each other the suda? We have money, we're rich guys. A theory that was proposed in our base medrash is matanus lev yainim is to make sure the poor people have sudas. Purim would come out, we'd all be looking for the poor guys. It would be a big embarrassment to the poor guys because you're trying to give every poor guy in your city matanus lev yainim to make sure he has a suda. So brilliantly, Chazal orchestrated, you're giving the rich guys sudas also. So nobody feels bad. Everybody's getting sudas and money. It, 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 it swallows up the poor guys. Don't feel badly. Otherwise, Purim, everybody will be making a beeline directly to the poor guy in the city's house. If you'd picture on your block, you'd have that one poor family everybody would be going to. It would be like a bazillion for them. Ah, oh, like have all the, everybody lined up. You'd all meet by the poor guy's house. Maybe Chazal gave a mitzvah, the Rabbanon of Shalach Manus, 
that the pshat is the other the other pshatim. The other pshatim. The truth is that for Ashra Sashina, Purim is a zman of Ashra Sashina, and for Ashra Sashina you need unity. That's a big Indian of Shalach Manas. That's Ashra Sashina, we need to be unified. The Kitzur Advarim is, is there is Gzisis Varin Chazal that we don't want to embarrass one person. So often not to embarrass one person, we make, we, we do Gzair. We do Gzair, like the, with the laning, maybe with Shalach Manas, not to embarrass the poor guy. What am I telling you all this for? Years ago, I taught for nine years in the base Medrash of Waterbury. And in the base Medrash, you were always making what's called the Sudas Preda. A goodbye party for a gay. You're making a goodbye party. For, there were many goodbye parties. Because guys would leave after two years, three years, four years, five years, one year. Guys were leaving. They learned in base Medrash. In a Masifta, typically, guys graduate and then go to Eretz at once. The Sudas Preda is the graduation. In the base Medrash, people left different times. And so it was a common thing to make a Sudas Preda. I made many Sudas Preda. And at first, I would throw it down. I'm a big party animal. So I would throw down a geschmack party, a chance for a party. I would cook, we would make geschmack, I'd buy, cook, and we'd throw down a suda. Um, I have this thing I don't like pretend. A weird thing that I don't like fake. And if I'm feeling like it's a party, so then I want a party, sometimes a guy would leave and I felt he should stay much longer. I felt it was very sad he was leaving. I felt it was sad he was leaving. The guy should be a much longer even he's leaving. He didn't take, he didn't nuts, he didn't grab what he's supposed to go. Sometimes a guy leaves, it's taka a party. He mamish soaked up the yeshiva and he's bringing it with. It's the right time. And fakir is like an expansion of the yeshiva. If the yeshiva opened a new wing, you'd make a big party, Hanukkah Sabayas. You'd literally celebrate the yeshiva's expansion. The best thing is when a guy goes on and the yeshiva is expanding. The person's taking what they got in yeshiva, going to bring it to their home, going to bring it to Eretz Yisrael. Expansion is a big suda. So when it was together an expansion, I wanted to throw down a big party. Sometimes I wanted to make a yoim tainis. A guy's like, mitamol's leaving, didn't take, didn't chaparain, really should be here longer. So it was like a yoim tainis. What was I throwing a party? Now the problem was, you don't want to insult people. So I just made a new gzair. I'm not, sir, I, never, I stopped serving food by all the parties. Sometimes I was full of simcha, sometimes I was full of sadness. But I stopped serving food. This way, you're not going to be mevayish. You'll come out madna. One guy's ready to leave and there's like steaks flowing. There's like cakes and steaks and gishmak, soda, cake all over. And one guy comes and like there's not a morsel of food. There's bechiyas. It's not nice. It's mevayish, the guy. So I made a new takan with myself that by Sudas prayed, there's no food. So I want to say about Shmuel Vak Sudas Preda that here there'd be steaks. If, there were, if I didn't have this light, but I don't serve food anymore by Sudas Predas. It's a chok, because I can't, it would come out modern. You ask him, you'll be, Shloy Levayish, the guy would come, and the, one guy would have steaks. So by me, Sudas Predas, in, in Durham, we don't have it often, but in, there's, no, there's no food by Sudas Predas, Kadesh Shloy Levayish. But I want to say that if we did have, if some had food and some, this one would have food. And I want to say on Shmuel how proud I am that he came back for an extra year. Came back to learn a base medrash this year. Graduated last year, came back for an extra year. 
I want to say that I feel Shmuel picked and took a lot out of the yeshiva. It's a goodbye. I don't want anybody. It's goodbye till Pesach. Maybe after Pesach we'll be back. I still hold will be back as a dorm counselor. And still, he's not going. It's not mamish going. It's a sort of expansion of the yeshiva. This prayed does the pshat for now. He's working and bringing the values that Shmuel absorbed from the yeshiva. To me, the main, the, when I, I, I pull over a lot of guys, as was Yidi Ainu and well documented, that I pull over guys when I'm doing interviews, I want a guy in a real way articulate. There was a fellow who came, and a fellow is now, what's the difference? What's the difference? I want a guy, no bluff, no baloney, no garbage. You were a guy who showed up, a dude. You came to Yeshiva. So Shmuel came almost two years ago. So I asked Shmuel, what's the difference? What's the difference? The Shmuel who walked into this place two years ago, a year and seven months ago, and the Shmuel Vax who's standing here today. He didn't flinch. He didn't flinch. And he said something that's from the Ikarim of the Yeshiva. He said, I have a chuka, an active desire to get closer to Ruchnius, to, to, to learn better, to dab. That's what I'm pursuing. That's what I'm about. Practically, every person, it's Bikayach somewhere. Practically, this is what I'm, my attitude and feeling to avoid this Hashem is excitement. I like Torah, I like Tefillah, I like Yiddishkeit, it's what I'm pursuing. And then we have to find, we find different ways, different places. Everybody, I'm tremendously proud, he's going to construct, he's going to, he's going to build and fix tremendously proud of, of Shmuel Vax, who's somebody who came here with sincerity, who connected to Rebbeim, who connected to the Ruchnis of the Yeshiva, and is leaving with a charge to be somebody who serves Hashem, to be sincere in the work that he does, to build a home that's sincere, that he cares about Yiddishkeit, that Yiddishkeit's important and valuable, and that's what he's pursuing. And I want to say that this is an expansion. There should have been, you, you can tie on me, I'm explaining why there's no food here. And I won't serve food at Suez Preda because some guy is going to leave and I'm going to want to yom tainus for him and I don't want to embarrass him. So that's why Shmuel Vox and you all got gypped the food at this Suez Preda. But I want to say how proud I am of Shmuel and I want to charge him. Expand the yeshiva. I beg you, I mean Ernst. This is a place where people are looked at positively. Bring that to your work. Any client, you come in somewhere, chizuk, encouragement, Encourage people, see positive, see goodness in people. It's a place of sincerity, deal in business and honesty. There's a place of honesty, you're dealing in business. Don't charge a penny more than you're supposed to. Make sure each thing is done erluch. There's a lot of gray in work to make sure every penny is honest and sincere and authentic. I ask you, expand. What you got here, bring out there. There's a positivity here, bring it out there. There's your own... Bring it out there. Bring it to the minion you're davening. Bring it to the people that you learn with, the chaburah that you learn with. Expand. Take what you got and spread it. Here, often, we're receivers of something. We become receivers of a Shabbos, of, a, of all different things. Become a generator of. Go out and generate it, Shmuel. So I'm tremendously proud of Shmuel. I'm proud of the expansion that certainly will be. They'll be, we're unleashing. Whenever a guy leaves here, I feel like we're unleashing a beast that we're sending out to the world. I saw in Eretz Yisrael, I saw Yosef Mammon sitting and learning Torah, B'Kdush Vatara. I saw somebody, you see expansion. 
you see Rochdias and he's impacting many others who come into his contact, who come into his midst. I feel like today Shmuel stepping out of the yeshiva is an expansion. So I charge you, Shmuel, take the values. Don't just wistfully remember what was. To wistfully remember what was. That's not, people like get nostalgic. Oh, I remember when. That's not. So that's what a guy gets from Waterbury, that he remembers when. Get charged and bring it and put it in the world. Don't just remember when. Nostalgia, the, who's helped? Nostalgia's nice. We're all nostalgic. Remember days of old. That's nice to be nostalgic. I'm asking you, Shmuel, better. It was glorious year and seven months. A glorious, a life-changing. I'm asking to tap in and bring it. Bring it. You were here, so judge people better. It frustrates me when guys go and say, the environment I'm in, they're not doing... Stop judging. Be, be, be what you experience. Be what you experience. Rav Fisher always tells guys, be the change you want to see. Be the change you want to see. Rav Fisher always begs. To start like fetching, they're not... Go and do it. Go and be it. Go and unleash an energy of positivity, an energy... I spoke... I spoke to a yid. A yid. A yid spoke to a group who went through tough times, maybe in the school systems, and he spoke very cynically about the school system. So I spoke to this yid. I said, "If the takeaway we sit here in Durham, if our takeaway is to add more cynicism to the world, did we help anybody?" So that's the takeaway of our journeys. People make up a pretend them. They, the, there's no them, guys. It's me and you. The world is me and you. That's it. Yehuda, it's me and you. There's no them. I don't like that stuff. People make it pretend them. The world's me, you, him, and uh, it's us. There's no them. It's, the world is us. So a guy is a tough experience and he becomes cynical. They, they always, there's, who's, could you tell me who they is? It's just, it's me. I never met they yet. I just met us. I don't know who they is. You have two choices. If your experiences turn you cynical, so then you added cynicism to that. You, what did you do? So what you accomplished? Now there's more cynicism. From your experience, spill cynicism into the world. You've re- you know, in my dorm room, guys, I had a very funny thing, Rev Srili. In my dorm room in the mirror, so like every good dorm room, people made a challenge. They made a challenge. That was the funniest challenge ever because every guy in the Dira has a different crazy thing he likes in challenge. And it was the Chevrus challenge. So one guy, like he has, one guy, remember, put in like these falafel bits, these like barbecue, his family, they think that crunch. So Erev Shabbos, he dumped in his falafel bits. Another guy holds, you need hot spicy sauce and cholent. It's Nishkan cholent without it. He dumped in hot sauce. People would stuff, stuff the stuff that went in that cholent was wild. By the time you ate it, the amount of goodies in that cholent was lebedic. In this velt is the cholent. And you get to put in your, your, you put in what you want to the cholent. So you put in cynicism. So now you help the world. And you blame it, them, their own. So now there's cynicism. So now what, you, what was your contribution to the world's cynicism? I say to somebody who went through difficulty, poor positivity, poor love, poor eye and tithe, a good eye, pour it into the world. Pour it into the world. Uplift and encourage with eye and tithe, with positivity, with warmth. 
with, with, with all the midas of Avram Avinu pour into the world, now you've made a revolution. Now you've changed the equation. Don't say them. There's no them in the world. It's a bunch of us's in the world. And then add to the recipe, you put in us such sweet sauces, such good zachin, the challenge's going to be wonderful. Add to the mix positivity, Rabbi say. So I say to Shmuel Vax, we have tremendous, he's somebody who sings, very, very talented. Few basketball injuries along the way, but I like the way he brings it by sports. He gives it his all. Very, very talented. I love the way Shmuel's willing to sing. Sings beautifully and willing to share his voice. Sometimes somebody has a beautiful voice and you can't get them to sing, so what's your voice worth? Shmuel sings and always is ready to join the Nagunim of the Yeshiva. Very, very beautiful person, a sincere person. You've absorbed the values of the Yeshiva. And I say, go out and bring it to the world. Every single job you have, take it seriously. Each job, you go to somebody's house and you're fixing their house. It's something to be taken seriously and sincerely. And go there with Sweeney, sing a song for the, for the guy you hired, you sing him a good song. About the pipes work much better. They say flowers grow better when you sing to them. Pipes, of course, work better when you sing to them with a varmus song, with emuna, with an honesty, deal in honesty. Don't just wistfully, nostalgically remember the yeshiva. That's, that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for expansion of Avram Avinu's values. Expansion of Torah values. It's not to wistfully remember, it's to actively bring. Expand, create. There's a, I'll tell you a mice in Neurich ever. I want to tell you a mice in Neurich. Can I share a mice in, an amazing story with the guys of Hanan? It's worth... I can't, Reb Hanan traveled, Reb Hanan built a close, 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 you did. Friend for many, many years, traveled. I want to tell you a great story. It's very moving to me. I went to Eretz Yisrael for Shabbos and many moving things happened. If I could share a story, the Yid, is who, who, the, yid who the story happened to listens to the Shirm, he's going to hear the story. I'm sharing it publicly, I'm not saying a name. One of the best meetings I had over the whole time I was there, I met a Bachar learning in the mirror, he shines, Mama shines. The guy's on fire with Ruchnis. On fire with Ruchnis, a big person. He's finishing the Sechtas, a Mas Menifla. He left here, he came here, he had gone through a lot in his life, and he came here for 10th grade. After 10th grade, he, he had a tr- very nice year. He liked the Rebbeim. I was close to him. Other, Rebbe, other people were close. We all liked each other, but he was bored in yeshiva, and he, want, and, he, and he just couldn't. He went to work. Went to work. His father loved the yeshiva. His father, Adayim, listens to the shiurim of the yeshiva, and his father was beside himself was beside himself. My son's leave the 10th grade. I had dreams and plans. And here my son's booking out my year. The father made a decision. He said, what am I? He said, I'm in yeshiva. He said, I'm going to make my house the yeshiva. And the house became a place of ayin toiv, of positivity, of beauty, of love. He took every value the yeshiva has in his house. His house is a shechefs of yeshiva. His house is yeshiva mamish. And the father listens to the shiurim, including this one. And the father built his house as a beautiful edifice, a yeshiva. His son today is sitting in the mirror yeshiva. He glows from the top bachram in the whole place. Is a mitzoyen, is a mitzoyen. He came on the Shabbos glowing, was part of the Shabbos. All because a yid said, what am I leaving? Let me make my house, the yeshiva. 
That's a year you get nostalgic about what was. The Yid made such a brilliant decision. Instead of him saying, my son left, what's going to be? My son left. We got something. Let's bring it home. And he created, he made his house, the yeshiva. His son today is in the mirror yeshiva, was on the Shabbos. You think the Shabbos is a Waterbury Shabbos? It's just the Shabbos for people who consider themselves children of Abram. If you have Ramavinu's son and you look at people, then I in type the Shabbos is for you. You don't have to have gone to Sulam. There's no such thing called Sulam, Waterbury. These are all silly names. There's something called B'nai Tyra. There's something called B'nai Avram. This Yid said, what am I getting all upset? He's, we're leaving Yeshiva. I'm going to make my house Yeshiva. And he's, he's still in my house. I met this Bachar man. This is what the father did. I met the, the son. <laughs> glowing. Mamish glowing. So that's my charge to Shmuel Vox. You hear the charge, Shmuel? Game on. I'm proud of you, Shmuel. I'm going to ask Chaim Tzvi. I have a lot more things I want to tell you. I'm going to ask Chaim Tzvi to speak for a couple of minutes about Shmuel. We'll ask Shmuel to sing one Varmanigan, and then I have the very Torah I want to share. Very, very important. Chaim Tzvi. Shmuel was saying, you call him whatever you like. The only line I heard from Rebbe is that he's coming back up to Pesach. You know, Sam, there's just a couple more. Um, um, wow. So, me and Shlomo wrote a little bit of something we're going to read to the crowd. I uh, just want to say one thing about Shmuel. Um, that, you know, me and Shlomo get to be a dorm council in the dorm. And as long as you just, as long as you find yourself just connecting to people more than other people, you know? And... <clears throat> all on different levels and some people are drawn to your room some people don't come as much and Sam is somebody who's always coming by always coming by always coming by to schmooze always wants to sit down and have conversations and not just like hi how are you it's always you know can we talk like can we have can we really talk about this and this and I'll bring up something in the dorm something that happened with him or something that he saw and it's a certain level of maturity that you just don't see a lot around and <clears throat> to this level. And it's nice to always have conversations with you, Shmuel, about, you know, about anything in life in general. And, you know, some one thing that comes to mind is I remember Shmuel saw something going on upstairs with a younger guy and he came to the room and he, he like, he had done, he said something to the kid and he wasn't sure if he said, he did the right thing. And I remember he came to the room and he's like, this and this happened, I said this, like, was this the right thing to do? Did I do the right thing? And just a certain sense of something that, like, is special over there, something that's very, like, a sense of maturity and something that, you know, he connects to a lot of older people. I don't know, I don't know if everybody knows all his older friends that he has, but a lot of older people that he connects with, the people like hanging around him, he's sophisticated, he's someone that, that's holding him life. Chaim Schwer loves him. They, he, they became best friends. If Stewie came here, they became... <laughs> In one second, you read them, and that's it. They connect, and and uh, it's a pleasure spending so much time with you. You'll be back. We're not worried, and uh, thanks for having me. Thank you.
What a hard worker to know. From the ukulele to the keyboard, you can ask Giddy and David if it legit feels like a studio. From the legendary Kirkas Habanim to the best to the Zakani at a recent wedding. The voice is so soft and smooth that man needs no heading. Hooking up the boys at the bucket and then to Dougie's where you thought you were moving higher. I'm not sure why you did that. All the hoppers at bucket are just fire. Working hard on the hockey team, whether you log 20 minutes or only a few, and watching you score that goal was worth it just to judge you. Those relationships you make with anyone you say a word to, with that calm and connecting spirit, no wonder Mr. American Dream wants you. <laughs> no, really. From Don to Ellie Stamler, you really do connect. And watching, you, watching your dedication and determination to the Shabbos project, it really has no end. Finally becoming a resident of Connecticut, for reasons we won't share, after getting driven back and forth to the DMV many times with the most legendary dorm cancer, Shlomo, who truly, truly cares. <clears throat> Sam, we're gonna miss you here in the dungeon where you always brought those tunes. Pratzlacha and plumbing, maybe Durham could use you real soon. <laughs> He is hoarse, so Mechila normally sounds even better than this, but I want him to do one song. Rev Srilli's here. Let him do one song. What? Are you very hoarse? Are you talking very hoarse? If he's very hoarse, help him out just in case. Whole thing, you're just on call with it. <laughs> You, what song do you want to sing? Give us a good one. What song do you like? <laughs> After, after Shmuel Vak sings, I asked Ophir, it's not a rap about Shmuel, but I asked, I wanted to display of talent he likes singing, Ophir is going to rap for the Hebron. Nice. Then I have the very tire I need you to hear. So take it away, Shmuel. I actually got inspired by Mayor Richter. He sang that song, Chazik. Take it away. I forgot who sings this. I'm going to sing that one. Should he sing with you? Come sing with Come, come, come. come. Shine, 
I'm in confusion, looking back, thinking I was acting really clueless. Truth is that I was just a kid who's going through it. No attention, not to mention Corona stressing. I can put together all this tension. Second guessing, I tried investing, wasn't the best thing. We live and learn, that's why I look at it as a blessing. Up all night, I was thinking hard when I was laying. Talking to Hashem, that's the way that I was praying. Then to get my answers, I look to all my rebellion. You gotta be the image that you wanna be portraying. Feeling what I'm saying, working on the moon and Hashem never betraying. Enjoying Saturday and not just games that I was playing. Finding better meaning, watching others and relating. Now I'm in a school that I actually feel seen. Funny cause how many students can say the same? I can't judge, we grew up disguising all the pain. I've been tensing up like a muscle getting strained. Take a listen to my lyrics. I've been working, just trying to think the clearest. This negativity got into me, I cannot hear it. I guess we got a test, cause every day I'm getting near it. Now I put an end to it. Rise up, ties up. Remember elementary, but they told me to line up. I can't wait no more, I gotta grind up. Can't wait no Like, now I put an end to it. Rise up, ties up. Remember elementary when they told me to line up. I can't wait no more, I gotta grind up. I Wait no more, I got to kind of
Like, like dropped a little bit, so it's not. It's like a singing song a little bit, so like I don't know. It's not too good, but like the lyrics are very good. I really like it. So, you want the, the speaker? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Accomplishments, yeah, I need me a lot of them Grinding to be on top of them Vibing, they trying to stop it And so I'm like God, the one I shem above The one I just look up to And I need me some love, and I'm looking above, and he looking for trust and I don't wanna fight no more, I said that it's enough like, I don't wanna fight no more, I said that it's enough like, I don't wanna fight no more, I just want me some love like, God is the one above We looking up, like, can we get some love? Like, like can we get some love? And then it just keeps going like like God is the one above We looking up Like can we get some love? That's, 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 that's it 
I would like to study two Chazal with the Chevri here today. Chazal number one, we learned together with the Chevri the day before I left Eretz Yisroh, we learned the seventh parakim Sharam, and in the seventh parakim Sharam, he quotes a Chazal that I want to study with the Chevri here. It's in Bereshis Rabbah, the, the Messiah Sharm in Perak Zion. In Perak Zion, the Messiah Sharm quotes the following Chazal. If everybody can please listen to this Chazal. Thank you, Absolutely. The Chazal says as follows Kola Maschil Whoever begins a mitzvah, and doesn't see the mitzvah through, doesn't complete the mitzvah, Kaiver Ishtai Ubanav, he will bury. His wife and his sons. That's a very harsh chazal. I learned it with the chevra in Eretz Yisrael. A bacher got like all shaken up. It's a very powerful, very strict and harsh chazal. If you begin a mitzvah and you don't finish it, a person will bury their wife and children. Now chazal are saying something. They're giving over some reality to us. And Chazal say, one who begins a mitzvah and doesn't finish will bury their wife and children. What are Chazal saying? What are they saying to us? And I'd like to share with the Chavah what I believe Chazal are saying to us. Beginning a mitzvah means that you have a project, you have something important. You have some tafkid, some mission, some job to fulfill. Some important thing that you and only you can do. That's a mitzvah. I was commanded by Hashem. I have a mission for me and only me. (laughs) To begin a mitzvah and to let go of it is a person who takes that which his mission, that which is his focus, that which is his job, and he lets go of it. Says Chazal, such a person is going to let go of his wife and children. That which is his mission, his wife, that he's mitzvah, that he's commanded to appreciate her, he's commanded to support her. His children, that it's his obligation to raise, to be mechanech, he's going to detach himself from his children. The midah of beginning a mitzvah, of beginning a mission, the midah of having some job that's yours and you let go of the task, is that same midah of a guy who detaches from his wife and children. He's going to be kaiver yubanav. He's going to bury his wife and children. He's going to detach from his wife and children. That's what Chazal are saying. All of us have to be trained and have to work on things that are our responsibility, seeing it through. I have a mission. I have a responsibility. I have a job. This is mine. It's on my mind. 
there's a, I'm very into the mental aspect of all of life. The mental aspect. I'm very, very into that. Guys know in playing sports, it bothers me. Johnny knows that we play baseball together. I always know how many outs there are. It bothers me if a guy's like not attuned to the mental aspect of the game. In basketball, I always know if it's, we're up six with two minutes left, we don't want, you know the guy up six, two minutes left, he shoots like a wild three, three seconds after the ball, you were up six, the clock was your friend, he didn't know what they were up, he, didn't have any, he doesn't have the mental aspect of the game. The other hand, you're down six with two minutes left, and a guy, a team's like dribbling around, taking a slow possession. Hello, the clock is our enemy. Knowing the mental aspect of all activities is very important to me. I like hachana preparation for that reason. I like knowing what we're doing, why we're doing, what's on the agenda for the day. I try coming here in the morning, you have a thought, you have a plan, you have the mental aspect of things. Starting a mitzvah and letting go, is your, wasn't that your thing? Wasn't this your baby? Wasn't this your mission? A maschil b'mitzvah doesn't have the mental aspect. It was his mitzvah, it was your thing. Just like that, you let go of it? The mental aspect is when you have a mission, you stay focused on it. This is my baby, I'm going to see it through. This is my thing. This is my mission. I'm going to see it through. Somebody who has that midah of maschel b'mitzvah v'gaimra, he starts a mitzvah, he finishes it, because he senses that which is in his charge will not be Messiah das from his wife and children. Will not leave his wife and children. A lot of life, you have decisions of priority. All of life is priority. When you are young, you think the main battles of life are, do I go to Seder or a rave? Good or evil? That's like childish stuff. It remains all your life you have that too. The more sophisticated you get, the enemy of the best is the good. It might be a wonderful wedding to go to, but who said you should leave your wife and kids? The real decisions of life are, do I go to the chasnu or do I spend the night with my wife and kids? Those are the sophisticated and more subtle challenges of life. It says, Whoever is bigger than his friend, Yitzray Godel, has a bigger Yitzhara. Because the Yitzhara gets him to choose very nice things, but that wasn't the right thing. It was very nice. You did such a great kindness, but at whose expense and at what expense? The enemy of the best is the good. The enemy of the best is not the bad. Choose what's the best thing to do. So all of life is about what's my priority, what's my mission, what's on my, what do I choose, this or that. And that's all of life comes down to prioritizing. We all have a lot. A person who understands my wife and my children are way out his mishpacha. This is my wife and my children. This is my initial responsibility. The Yetzirah will always get you to try to choose the lower responsibility. We'll try to choose what's not on your plate, what's not your problem. A guy in one city will always be tempted to support the mindset of a different city. In halacha, by the poor people of your city come first. Because it's your city. A guy will always be tempted by the name of a different city. But he's, he's giving up his obligation. 
A healthy person has priorities. A healthy person has a sense of responsibilities. My wife, my kids. That's like before anything. A Yid asked me in Eretz Yisrael that he has a child coming to a shear. He heard for six years straight I had a child in my shear. He wanted to know some eights. I said, I have one eights for you. You're, you bring in ten cookies, your son gets all ten of them. Your kid is first, he's first, he's second, he's third, he's fourth. He's fifth. By younger kids it would create jealousy. So okay, it's a different rule. By base medrash age guys, if I wouldn't treat Hootie first, you should all run out of shear and leave. The best hope is I'll also be a Ben. I'll also be a son. Your son comes first, but of course, but your son comes first, obviously. Somebody who's maschil b'mitzvah v'einay goyim Somebody who has responsibilities and, and, and feels he has tafkidim and just drops it like that is going to be kaiverish to a He's going to bury his wife and kids. He's going to detach from them because that's what he does. He lets go of his obligations and his duties. But the one who has a sense of obligation and duties, he starts a mitzvah. It's my mitzvah. This is my baby. This is my commitment. And he sees it through. He sees it through. If you know anything about Raiwasniki, he has many, many milas. He's a finisher. He takes something on, he's gonna see it. He's gonna see it to the end. He's a maschil b'mitzvah, he's a gamer. He's a finisher. There are people who start a lot of projects, then all of a sudden they drop it like a hot potato. It's no longer, you started something. You started this. There are people who know the mental game. It's on their mind. They can't, they can't stop. This is on my mind. They put it on their mind. They see it. It's my mitzvah. This is my mitzvah. That is something important to do, to have responsibilities that are uniquely yours. This is my baby. This is my project. I'm seeing it through. I'll put myself behind it and see it through. I came back from Eretz Yisrael. I was blown away by Ray Fisher. The sense, I saw it. I know, I know what I'm seeing. The sense of commitment to something. A guy comes to Yeshiva. He's, he stands behind the guy. He'll do anything to see it through. Whatever it takes. There's no stopping. Whatever a guy needs any place on earth, he committed to something. He'll see it through. He committed to something. He's going to see this through. This is my baby. I took it on. I'm going to see it through. He's a maschil b'mitzvah. He's a gamer. It's a very, very important attitude. A very important attitude. Once in a while, we're unloading some of the groceries. I come home, my wife went shopping. So I'll start unloading. My wife will say, you could stop, Daniel. We'll eat, and then you'll finish. I can't. I can't. No, no. This is my thing. What do you mean? I'm unloading. It's my chesed. It's my mitzvah. Maschil b'mitzvah, I can't, I wouldn't be able to eat properly. I, I can't think about the food right now. We began a task. The task has to be on your mind. When you began a task and a mission, should be on your mind and be somebody who is mekabal for something, who stands behind what he created. I've watched Naftali Fagan function for a couple of years now. I promise when he has a task in yeshiva, any task, he stands behind it and he's a finisher. He's a finisher. He's a, like, he's a literal finisher. He sees it through. Whether it's some big tournament, whether it's color, whatever it is, he, put, he's, he committed to this task. He said, and then he sees it. It's done. It, he's going to see it through. He's a gamer. Such a person is going to be good to his wife and kids. 
He'll never let go. This, I was Mikabel. It's very, very over. We just went from a chasna last night. I don't know if you know what that means. It's like wild. You go to the, you go to the chasna. You don't see this at the chasna. Before you're watching at the chasna's tish, you stand with two witnesses and you say to that chasna the rest of your life till your last breath on this earth, you're going to take care of this girl. And he makes a Kenyan in front of Adam. And then we sign that he committed that the rest of his life he's going to be Miyakir. He's going to value her and give her covered and give her physical needs. He promises emotionally and physically. A guy who's a bad husband is a liar, by the way. Don't do business with a bad He's a liar because he doesn't keep his promises. Stay away from bad. Don't do any business with a bad husband. If you do it, you're not smart. He's a liar. Because he promised. Just know, we say in the Yom Rishon, we say, who is the one who climbs the mountain? Mi Yale Bahar Hashem, Yom Rishon. Who's the person who goes up to Hashem? Who stays there? Who is the great person? Niki Kapan Barlevav, clean hands. And a person who, met, who has a Pneumius, Shaloy Nasal Hashav Nafshi, doesn't swear falsely. His word matters. You swore, you promised, you made a Kenyan in front of Adam. I will take care of her. You promised, you promised. It's a promise, it's, not a, it's a promise. Then the rest of your life, you go to work. You know how holy it is a guy goes to work because he's not a liar. I promised my wife, taking care of him. And he goes back to work with energy. He promised his wife. It's holy, Kodesh Kadashim. This is the guy who climbs the mountain of Hashem and stays up there. There's an honesty and a truthfulness to the person. He has responsibilities. His wife, his children, they're on his mind. A person who just drops their responsibility, their maschal emits an inner gamer. They take on this responsibility, drop. This responsibility, drop. Such a person's kaiverish toyubana buries his wife and kids. It's nice he took it on. Then all of a sudden, they're drowning somewhere. He long forgot. He long moved on. He got distracted. That's not the mind game of a maschil b'mitzvah and a goimer. So I want the guys to be finishers, Zach. We're asking the chevra to be finishers, to be powerful finishers, that you take on a responsibility, you see a tafkid, you get it done, because this is my baby. And then one day you're going to have a wife and a child, you say, this is mine, this is my duty, this is my mission, I'm not letting go. I'm focused on this is mine. I want to I tell you that I have watched many great people. Many, I, I, I like Gedolim and Sadiqim. And big people have big responsibilities. They have a lot on their plate. And I'm always awed by the big people have the focus with all their responsibilities, their wife and children on the forefront of their minds. I'm amazed by that. With so much on, you would think it would be not noticed, ignored. I, have, I collect instance, instances and just watch for this of a big person who has a lot on his plate, but his wife and children, but his children is not lost. He's somebody who takes seriously the responsibilities of life. So that's one chazal that I wanted to share. There's another chazal that I told some of the chevra. I want you all to hear this. We're a yeshiva that kiddush matters a lot. We're very into Kiddush here. I want to explain to you what happens by Kiddush. The Gemara in Shabbos says, I want you to learn how to learn Chazal. Chazal are deep, 
are profoundly true and they're saying something that's just true. You could like, oh, it sounds so harsh, Chazal, it sounds so... Cr-. They're saying the truth. It's a safer of Emes. Chazal say that somebody says, Vayichulu Friday night has no Averis. Yisrael, we like a superstitious people. Stand on one foot, wrap a red band around your arm and something around your nose and you have no Averis. What are Chazal saying? Here's a guy you sinned. Chazal say, say Vayichulu Friday night and you have no Averis. What is Vayichulu Friday night that you lost all your sins? David, I want you to hear this. David, I need you to hear this and then spread it to the world, David. What does it mean, David, that if you say Vayichulu Hashemayim Varetz everybody knows how important Kiddush is in Yeshiva. Maish, I want you to bring this to Pesayik and David will spread it in Waterman, David Clara in Brooklyn. Maish, what does it mean if you say Vayichulu, you have no Averis? You notice we say Vayichulu every Friday night privately. Then we run home and we say it in Kiddush. And we tell our wives and children, Vayichulu Hashemayim Varetz. And Yaakov, if you do this, you have no Averis. What does that mean? The guy sinned the gun Savach, he sinned the whole week. Says Vayichulu, no Averis. What it means, Yaakov, is as follows. Vayichulu means anger is a denial. You're not in Hashem's world, you're in your world. David HaMelech says, Russia When a Russia gets angry, All his thoughts are there, no God. Anger is the hepic of, of, of believing in Hashem. Anger is, it's my world. I want it to go a certain way. Vayichulu is admitting I'm in God's world. I'm a guest in God's world. Johnny, it's funny. If you ever had an event, when we went to Eretz Yisrael, Mayor Davidson was working his head off. He made the event. He was running, coming for days before we came. The work Mayor Davidson did, I literally felt guilty. I'm sitting at this event with the marrieds. Men, women, children, and Mayor's running around. You saw Mayor, the work he did. I felt so relaxed. Like, this guy, we came, it was set up beautifully. He cleaned up, set up. When you're a guest, it's like, come, you're enjoying the foods all there. There's a balabas who crushed it, who brought himself. Kiddush is the pshat, I'm a guest in God's world. All week long, Yaakov, we pretend like we're, we're creative, we're creators. We make believe. Shabbos, I stopped doing creative work. I'm not a creator. Hashem's the creator. And I run in his world. And he loves me. He loves me. And I'm in his world. I'm in his world. It's such a mechaya. It's so relaxing to be by his. When you're the balabas, you're running, you're coming, you're going. Shabbos, I'm in Hashem's world. Shabbos, I'm not creative. Any work I did on Friday already. Shabbos, we sit here, gishmak. Oinik Shabbos, we just enjoy. I'm in God's world. Vayichulu is the recognition you're in God's world. How do you know Yisrael, Yisrael winter, how do you know if you made a good Kiddush? What defines a good Kiddush? If the whole Shabbos you have zero cast, zero. What defines a great Kiddush? If the whole week you have no cast. If you get the cast, I don't care what you pretend, it's over religious matters. A father who's cast will find that his kids are Michal Shabbos, because he was Michal Shabbos. Cast means you never made Kiddush. 
You're angry, you never made Kiddush. You didn't enter, we're not pretend people, we're not a superficial people. Kiddush is entering into a world. I love Kiddush here Friday night. Kiddush is the dream. You just make Kiddush, it's beautiful. We all enter a realm, Hashem's world. Hashem's world, we're guests in His world. He's the creator, we stop Malacha, we're not creative the rest of the 24 hours, and I enter His world. There's a tranquility of that. All the worries, the fears, the overwhelmingness, I'm in His world, calm down, calm down. In Hashem's world. We're all human, Yaakov, and we have places where we don't have Hemuna, and the goal is to put it into all the parts of our body. There are places where this happens, oh my God, and we get like, I'm in Hashem's world, relax. My car broke down in Muncie. I had seven guys stuck. How am I getting them back? You start like, you're in Hashem's world, calm down. How am I getting to Yeshiva tomorrow? How are we getting to Chaim Guri? Hashem's world, Hashem's world, Gishmak. He runs a great show, Yankov. He runs, he knows what he's doing. He's very smart. He made me and you. He loves me and you as much as me and you love me and you. You're in good hands. Shabbos is entering that realm. That's Kiddush. When you make Kiddush, you have no affairs. If you can enter into that world, you've gotten deeper and past. All your sin is your world. My wants, my own, my own arrogance, my own selfishness. Kiddush is I've entered into a deeper place. That's what it means to make Kiddush. A good Kiddush will cause, if you made Kiddush like in right, you have to prepare, you have to prepare. A good Kiddush will be the opposite of Kes. I spoke to the, to the, the wives of the Waterbury Rabbitsons in Eretz Yisrael, and they, I, I wanted to speak one thing about Chinuch. I spoke about no Kes, about really, really trying hard to avoid Kes from the Jewish home. Kes denies Hashem. You know, we're all very into protecting our families, as we should, from foreign influences. So we have, everybody speaks about all the protections, the, the, the bad influence out there. So all the, all the blockages, what do they call that you put on your phones and your computers, all the filters, filters. So everybody speaks about the filters. The filters are what you keep out, but what's let in? What, yes, could you imagine a family that has all the guards in the world, they don't let internet in my house? <laughs> TV, -ish. And then they, could you imagine, then they have idols all over their house? They have idols, like across yashkas, like every room. Every room's across and yashka. We don't let this in. Cass is you're letting in avodizara mamish. Cass is the denial of Hashem. Russia Yearly in Shul, Kemat yearly on Yom Kippur, at the height of Yom Kippur before Neila, what I try to speak to the Hevra about, Kemat yearly, I don't say every year, almost every year, is let's try to work on eliminating casts from our homes, not getting angry in the home. Calm, tranquility, with Menuchas HaNefesh, with faith. Don't pay lip service to faith, real faith. Bring it into your bones. Faith, Hashem runs the world. All our worries, all our fears, all our disturbances and acceptance, Hashem runs the world. Accept. Accept what He does. Accept what He created. A tranquility. What we keep out, we know. What we put in is faith. Emuna. The Emuna. It says the Gemara in Git and Daf Zayin says that the instructions for Shabbos so, you have instructions for Shabbos. Every man. Isharitim, iravtim, atlikwes, aner. 
Tzarech lememrinu b'nichus, you have to say it calmly. I always laugh when people make stress in the home before Shabbos and a father's barking. You're contradicting Shabbos. You're moving, you think you're rushing your family towards Kiddush. You've made a schism. You brought your family so far from Kiddush. I don't know if you're going to be ready next week for Kiddush. If the father's aggressive in the home era of Shabbos, not they're not going to be ready for this week's Kiddush. I don't know in six years if they'll be ready for Kiddush. The furthest thing from Kiddush is anger. If you bring aggression and anger into your home, how many people like preparing for Shabbos, barking, he's barking. You just moved the family six years away from, from Kiddush in six years, they're not even close now, in your anger. Come, the instructions of Shabbos, you have to say them calmly. And you have to say them calmly, in order that your words should be listened to. The very rules of Shabbos are to say Hashem is the creator. To scream them. You know what my analogy to screaming the rules of Shabbos are? My analogy is the father who smacks down his son for smacking. I always found that to be so retarded. You beat up your son for hitting. <laughs> like you taught you, I'm always trying to think like how a kid processes that. <laughs> he beat me up for beating up. So I'm not supposed to beat up. I just I don't, you, the kid basically learned that if you're stronger, you can beat. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Barking the rules of Shabbos just contradicted Shabbos. Shabbos is the essence that Hashem is the creator and acceptance of Him, of His rule. That is the opposite of anger. If you want to instruct the family, of course, Shabbos Kodesh, with calmness, with tranquility, with emuna, teach the family that the rules of Shabbos. And then, of course, the family will learn the rules of Shabbos. A healthy Kiddush a person enters into Hashem's world that brings a tremendously profound menucha. It brings a tranquility to a person. And a person under those conditions can calmly and serenely accept Hashem runs the world and enjoy their mishpacha. Understand Kiddush Avi? That's the, that's the Mitzvah. When we speak about Vayichul HaShemayim it's Friday night, and whoever says that has no Averis, that's what we're saying. When you enter into that world, you've entered into a place way past your Averis, way past our Averis. You're, you've, got, you've dug under them. You're not, you're not in that realm anymore. You hear, Morty, what it means? Make sense? Chazal say things when they're saying something to us. That's what the Gemara and Shabbos is expressing, Morty. It's a deep plate to get to. Don't take it as all or nothing. It's high madragas. It's high madragas. But let's try. Let's try. Let's try to get there. When we take on Shabbos, when we make Kiddush, let's try in a profound way to get there. There's a tremendous tranquility and comfort that it gets us to. Tremendous place of calmness, of tranquility, of acceptance. It's ironic to me. I want, I want to share this with the guys. How many guys, Rachman Litzlan, in our day struggle with keeping Shabbos because Shabbos was very, very stressful at home. In homes of disarray, in homes of fights, the worst day is Shabbos. And kids have it from two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, the young, most vulnerable ages, Shabbos. So it sounds like a side quirk. 
his house was lebedic and crazy, and today he's 16, 17, and he struggles to keep Shabbos. He struggles to keep Shabbos. So it sounds like this side problem, understand that he wasn't handed Shabbos. The fights and the anger and the cast that were in the home over that period was exact defiance of Shabbos. So it's not a side thing. His home was chaotic, and today he struggles with Shabbos. His home spoke against Shabbos. His home, maybe even in screaming about Shabbos, spoke against Shabbos. And to reestablish Shabbos in your own life is to reestablish faith. The calmness, the acceptance that faith brings. Hashem runs the world and causes things. The acceptance of, even the acceptance of the Shabbos that he once had is also part of Shabbos. That alone is Shabbos. The goal is to fill up our week with Shabbos, is to be Maisi Michal al to, to add to Shabbos, to let Shabbos imp- impact the week. And the goal, the best possible Kiddush is the guy has no cast the whole week. Then you aced Kiddush. Then you mamish. If you set a, such a Kiddush and entered such a realm that the whole week you have no cast, you mamish. There was, if Rabbi Farkas had a Rebbe, his name's of Shimshin Pincus. He had tremendous Avaidah, but the Avaidah of Shabbos, he wrote a Sefer Shabbos Malkasa where he expresses what I'm saying and a lot more. And in Shabbos, and Reb the person, was a Yid of Shabbos. He was a Yid. His Avoid of Shabbos, people describe who were with him Shabbos. You could ask Reb Farkas, who saw him on Shabbos, about Reb his Shabbos. What I want to do, Chavre, in Yeshiva, and I didn't pick a day yet, but I already called one Rav, we're going to have another Shabbos rally in Yeshiva, coming up shortly. And I want to make a massive rally for Shabbos Kodesh. We're going to have three parts to the rally. Three parts to the rally. If I could ask, I, I was thinking of adding a Knech this year. The three parts to the rally are, one, we're going to have a halacha shir on the laws of Shabbos. I already called a brilliant Tamd Chacham, a Goyen B'tayra. He's going to give some laws of Shabbos, half hour shir. 15 minutes question and answer any Hilcha Shabbos he can be asked. He knows everything. 30 minutes shear, a basic on some laws of Shabbos, 15 minute Q&A. Then Yosef is going to lead, Rabbi Yosef Kasper. I want beautiful, what they did last year, take this, the Bali Menagna, the singers of the yeshiva, and if you could do what they did last year, what you guys did last year was gorgeous, make a beautiful musical. Some of the Zmiris, the Davidat, whatever you did last year, that was incredible. So we'll have some Zmiris. Then I'm going to bring a Rav. Then I'm going to bring a big Rav down, and we're going to have the Ashkafas of Shabbos, some of the outlooks of Shabbos. So we're going to have three parts to this rally. It's going to happen one morning. We're going to do it for the whole morning. It's going to be coming up shortly. I'm still working when I can get that. I, we have the Rav to do the Alacha. I want Rav Yosef to work on the Nigunim, and then I want to get this third. Maybe this, imagine Ophir would rap about Shabbos. A couple of guys would write about Shabbos. We could put that into the music part. If guys, we could have that part of that chilek also to speak about Shabbos. A poem, a rap, a niggin about Shabbos. Make sure Shlema sings. Make sure we send his father. He'll be part of Yosef singing about that. You mask him to these three parts, Chevra? Davy, you're in? Ari, were you here last year we did this?
It was gorgeous, no? Avi, Jake, was we were here when we did this last year? We're going to do it again this year. Mendy, you were here? You were here when we did You remember we brought in from the Five Towns. He was fantastic. Was that the Pensky? So we're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. We have some names we're going to go after, Chaim Svi. If a guy wrote a poem about Shabbos, any of the chevr can get up and be such. Akiva, you would pen a nice poem about Shabbos. Somebody would express the majesty of Shabbos, the beauty of Shabbos. Doivi, you could write about Shabbos. Maybe you'll share that. If guys, imagine guys wrote up something. Yankinov, guys wrote up a little about the beauty of Shabbos, a little. You could do a rap about Shabbos, no? Yeah, 100%. So let's go. You heard his rap before? I didn't know about this. Mayor Mattel reenacted. Wow. You're really talented. That's a big name. He's very talented. <laughs> you ever knew he had this? Yeah. The Chevre and the dorms, you guys knew, the Olam seemed to have known it. I was like sitting in shock. Ari, you knew about this? I knew he rapped other things. I never heard those ones. <laughs> Amazing. Ari.